Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll finish up my week 15 recap, covering Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all the games, and a little bit of controversy on a Saturday game. Joel B goes off, fines for a few players as well, and we'll look at the week ahead with all the All-Star Reserve news and also WNBA free agency as well to talk about. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, folks. Okay, guys, so we are back. We're going to finish up week 15. The recap, of course, got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday left to go over all the news, all the highlights, and so forth. So let us not delay. Let's get right into it. So Friday, Friday, you had five games, but we'll get to the news part of it first. So uh, let's start. Well, let's start with a somber note and then we'll move from there. The NBA family mourns the senseless passing of Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old young man at the hands of five Memphis police officers, part of a special unit, Scorpion unit. It was uh, five black cops that was there. As news trickles down, they weren't alone in all this, so... It's senseless. It's beyond horrible. Uh, there's a 67-minute video that's out there that just shows how horrific this w- was. So the NBA family mourns this. In fact, the the Players Association, they put out statements. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, of course, the home of where this took place they had statements as well as the minnesota timberwolves so we will get to all of those statements all right so this is the statement by the players association our players mourn the loss of tyree nichols and extend our deepest sympathies and condolences to the nichols family during this difficult time Our hearts go out to the entire Memphis community as they are processing and dealing with this horrible tragedy. And we stand by the rightful arrest of all officers involved. Such aggressive policing and excessive force illustrates the continued need for accountability in the justice system. We will continue to monitor the investigation and legal proceedings in search of justice for Tyree and his family. And that's from the NBA Players Association. Next statement is from the Memphis Grizzlies organization. We are distraught to find ourselves dealing with a needless loss of life due to police brutality. And this time it was one of Memphis's own. We're thinking of the Nichols family and friends and share the pain being felt throughout our community. 
So let's support each other and respect how our fellow Memphians are coping. We have faith in this city and our power to heal. To the Nichols family and friends, we offer our deepest sympathies and condolences for your loss. With the hashtag justice for Tyree. And that's from the Memphis Grizzlies. And then one last statement I'll read from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Actually, uh, the Minnesota organization as a whole. The Minnesota Timberwolves and Lynx are deeply saddened by the tragic killing of Tyree Nichols. We extend our thoughts and heartful sympathies to Tyree's family, friends, loved ones, the Memphis community, and communities across the country during this difficult time. So, that's from the Minnesota organization. So, uh, so NBA, uh, of course always with an eye on social justice so uh, and as well as here we I send my condolences to the Nichols family for all that they're going through the, the uh, friends of Tyree the loved ones as well in the Memphis the whole community there so um, so uh, it's it's rough when you have to deal with these sort of things, but uh, we we have hope that uh, you know we can get some laws passed and some things done. So, with that said, let us turn to other news. Uh, Luca Doncic, he's day to day with that ankle sprain. He suffered that. Um, in the Thursday game against the Phoenix Suns. So he's going to be day to day. So he'll probably sit a couple of games, but probably won't be too long. I would think Kevin Durant rejoins NBA Hooper vision. NBA Hooper vision is a live stream that's on the NBA league pass. So, so what they do, they watch they'll do simulcasts of games being played so it's him there along with a former NBA player Quentin Richardson so and they they're doing that for the Cleveland Oklahoma City game so so KD giving his insight and expertise I guess as the game is being played so um Hey, he, what else is he doing? He's not he's not playing in the games right now, so he might as well. But nonetheless, so that's the deal with that. Now NBA fines. Joel Embiid fined $25,000 for his celebratory obscene gesture late in the fourth quarter of the Brooklyn-Philly um, game. So um, for those who want to know what the... Uh, the gesture was go on YouTube and, and and take a look for yourself. So, um, but Joel Embiid, uh, two, $25,000 lighter in the pocket. And Seth Curry, I talked about him throwing his mouthpiece. He was fined 25000 for that throwing of the mouthpiece. But oh, by the way, this is the third time in his career doing uh, such a thing. 
which he did in a in a Golden State Memphis game, a game in, that they actually won. So uh, he was ticked off. The ball wasn't passed to him. It was given to someone else. So in frustration, he passed, he throws his mouthpiece. So what can you do, guys? That's that's the way it happens. <laughs> anyway, so he too twenty five thousand dollars uh lighter because of it all right so let's talk about the games there was only five so we'll talk about well most of them i guess milwaukee milwaukee on the road gets the win 141 to uh indiana's 131 in the game Giannis leads the way of course 41 points 12 rebounds six assists and he leads seven players in double figures there miles turner 24 points that's a name we haven't really called as of late miles turner 24 points five rebounds four blocks for him so and actually some bit of good news for him i'll share in a few minutes the minnesota gets the win 111 over the Memphis Grizzlies, 100. In a game where they had they had a moment of silence, you know, in in response to, you know, what went on in Memphis with Tyree Nichols. So they had a moment of silence there in that game. But Minnesota gets the win there in a game that was in Minnesota, by the way. Anthony Edwards, um... You know what, guys? You can make a case for him being player of the week. Uh, 25 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists for him. Um, and then in the loss, Job ja Morant with a triple-double actually in the loss. 27 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds for Job ja Morant. OKC gets the win over Cleveland. 112 to 100 in a game where KD does the Hooper Vision thing for that game. Uh, Shy Gilkius Alexander leads the way with 20, 35 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. And then the loss for Cleveland, Darius Garland, 31 points, 13 assists, and 4 steals. Evan Mobley. 23 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks in that game. So, then the last game I'll touch on for that Friday Golden State getting the win over Toronto, 129 to 117. Steph Curry comes back in a big way there 35 points, 11 assists, seven rebounds, two steals in the game. Clay Thompson, 29 points, eight rebounds. Amongst the 29, six three-pointers. And then uh, in the loss, Fred Van Fleet, 28 points of those five threes included. Ten assists, four rebounds for him. And then Scotty Barnes with 24 points, six rebounds, five assists, and two blocks for him. In a game where OG Anunobi... Uh, Talking about him a few times. He actually sprains his wrist in the first quarter of that game. So he'll be out for uh, 
seems like for a little while. So, But Golden State gets the win. Let's move on to Saturday. Saturday to me was really like the rivalry day with a lot of rivalry games that day. In fact, they played an 11-game slate on Saturday. So, But let's talk about some news first. Miles Turner, I just talked about him. Good news for him. He signs a two-year extension at $60 million, so uh, $30 million for the next two seasons after this. So this kind of kills the Miles Turner trade deadline rumors. So seems Indiana has him locked in for the next couple of years. So, uh, so kudos to Miles Turner for getting that done. And then Miami fined $25,000 for failing to comply with league policy governing injury reporting. And this took place in the Miami-Boston game. A game in which, oh, I, I did mention Butler sat out that game, but he was actually a late scratch in that game um, with back tightness that he endured during the warm-ups so he was a late scratch um so much so a kid had a sign saying how she was there to see him and of course he well i shouldn't say of course but he ended up making it worth while for the fans so um yeah but miami heat fine yet again actually this this is at least their second one i remember reporting on it before so my question is, when these teams do it and they have multiple infractions, then you, you still get the same fine? It doesn't, like, escalate? Well, what, what? I mean, you know, there's really no deterrent if, you know, if you're going to keep fining them the same fine over and over. So, my thoughts. But you would think you try and escalate it, especially if a team is a multiple-time offender. But... What do I know? Anyway, so that's the deal with the news. So let's talk about the games. Uh, uh, quite a few of these games I did end up watching. The game in which Joel Embiid dis absolutely destroys Nikolai Jokic um, in a Philly 126-119 to win over the Nuggets. I mean, I watched that game. I mean, man, because you remember, remember, there's a backstory to this kind of rivalry. Joel and B has now come up two years in a row in second place to the Joker. So, you know, he's got to be in his feelings, man, thinking that he could at least broke through one of those years. But uh, it wasn't. It wasn't to be so. But get this stat line, man. 47 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. I mean, he absolutely filled up the sheet, man. I mean, he was playing like a man possessed. Um, and he carried his team to the win. And mind you, this was a game where Philly was down... 73 to 58 at the half. So 
they had to rally in that second half to get the win here. So, so kudos to Philly for getting this this win. Uh, in the game, the Joker, 24 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds. So he flirts with the triple-double along with two blocks in the game. So Let's talk about the other games. Well, a few of the others. Brooklyn beats the Knicks 122-115. to 115. Uh, The story here, guys, is p- pretty clear-cut for me watching the game. The Nets from three-point range. 55% they shot from three-point range. That's your story in a nutshell right there. So, um, they of the 43s they took, they knocked in 22. So... Kyrie Irving leading the way with 32 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds, 2 steals. And amongst those, he had 5 threes in the game. So, And then in the loss for the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, 26 points with 4 assists. Uh, R.J. Barrett, 24 points for him and 6 rebounds. So, um, To me, for the Knicks, i like to see Jalen Brunson's assist total higher when it's higher then i like their chances better once it's like five and below then i'm like yeah he he's you know he's doing a lot to keep this team afloat man so um yeah but in any event um brooklyn gets the win here much to the chagrin of nick fans like myself so what you can you do let's move on um minnesota minnesota you know i've been talking about this guy all week minnesota 117 and sacramento 110 anthony edwards man i keep calling his name out 34 points and he has five threes among that 10 rebounds six assists two steals so the kids had a heck of a week man and you know, the more he plays, the more I'm convinced. You, you you may have to squeeze him into the All-Star game some kind of way. It's going to be hard with all those guards, but the, the guy's been balling. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, 25 points for him amongst those seven threes and six assists. And on the losing side, De'Aaron Fox, 29 points with six assists. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists for him. So, Phoenix on the road gets the win over the Spurs in overtime, 128 to 118. CP3 has a fine game, 31 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds, 2 blocks. Mikael Bridges, 25 points for him with 4 assists. And then in the loss, Keldon Johnson continues his outstanding play. 34 points with 5 assists. Jeremy Sochan, the rookie. 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. So, the rookie Sochan is starting to catch fire a little bit. So, um, the kid is starting. You know, he got the funky hair there. So, um, uh, but... The kid can play, man. The kid can play. So I'll be interested to see how he does, especially once the 
trade deadline dust settles. So um, he's he's a he's one to keep an eye on, guys. And then the last game of the night, Boston getting the win over the Lakers, one twenty five to one twenty one in overtime. A game in which LeBron got fouled on a layup um, to end regulations. But it, it wasn't called. The foul wasn't called. So they're making a big thing of, you know, the referee being the games in which he referees. The, the Celtics are 36-2. and two, So uh, it's a bit um, um, uh, eye-opening there. Let's put it that way. So, so with that said, <laughs> Jalen Brown. 37 points and 9 rebounds. Jason Tatum, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. And leading the way for the Lakers, of course, the 20-year vet LeBron. 41 points, of which he has 6 threes, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Still flirting with that triple-double. So so that is your Saturday slate, guy, slate guys. Let's talk about Sunday. Four games on the schedule, so... We'll talk about if you know, pretty much most of them. We'll see. Um, the and actually, in light of uh, what happened between Boston and L.A., the referees' union uh, says that LeBron was indeed fouled on the last play of regulation in the Lakers-Boston game. So the Referee Union agrees that LeBron was indeed foul, yet it wasn't called. So, um, I'm sure this doesn't do LeBron any favors, but uh, at least they came out to support the fact that he was indeed fouled. So, for what it's worth. On to the games. Miami loses a tough one to Charlotte, 122-117, to in a game where Terry Rozier... Scores 31 points among that five three-pointers, along with seven assists and six rebounds. P.J. Washington with 27 points, six rebounds, five assists. And then the loss for Miami, Jimmy Butler, 28 points and seven rebounds. So Miami, who was starting to heat up a bit, um, loses a, a bit of a tough one there. So. John Moran's triple-double, his second straight, in fact, 27 points, 15 rebounds, no, 15 assists, 10 rebounds, along with two steals, propels Memphis over Indiana, 112 to 100, snapping a five-game losing streak, so um, definitely a well-needed win for the Grizzlies. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 blocks. Man, good gracious. And then in the loss, the rookie, Ben Mafferin, 27 points and 8 rebounds. And then the last game, Giannis drops 50 points along with 13 rebounds, 4 assists. He's a guy who can end up being player of the week for the East. As... Milwaukee dismantles the Pelicans, one thirty-five to one ten. So, in a game in which there was no 
CJ McCollum or Brandon Ingram just want to manage those guys, you know, as far as injury management and those things. So, all right, guys. So that is it for the week 15 recap. What's ahead for week 16? Well, Monday, you have the Lakers playing Brooklyn. From what I hear, LeBron's not playing. Anthony Davis not playing. Yet Tuesday, they will play at the Garden, though. So, uh, they'll face the Knicks at the Garden on TNT. Which goes to tell you guys how important Madison Square Garden is to a lot of these players here, man. Uh, people can care less what's going on in Barclay. It's all about the Garden, so... Take notice. <laughs> also on Tuesday, you have Miami facing Cleveland. Uh, the Pelicans facing Denver. That's the second of the TNT games. And what should, you know, is a pretty important game in the West, that's for sure. Then Wednesday, you have Portland taking on Memphis. So you got Dame going up against John Morant. John Morant's been playing hot lately, as is Dame. Uh, Dame Lillard. Then Wednesday, you got Brooklyn facing the uh, Celtics, and that's on ESPN. Golden State going to Minnesota. That's uh, that should be an interesting game, especially the way Anthony Edwards is playing, and Golden State needs to string some wins together. Toronto facing Utah, so you got Laurie Marketing going up against those tall trees over there in Toronto. And then the nightcap for ESPN, Atlanta going to Phoenix to face the Suns. So you got the Trey Young, Chante Murray backcourt going over there. It would have been a nicer matchup. If you had Devin Booker and CP3 going, but it is what it is. So Thursday, you have Memphis facing Cleveland on TNT. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that game goes, especially with no uh, Stephen Adams in the middle. So you got Evan Mobley and Jared Allen um, probably having their way inside. We'll see about that. Miami goes to the Knicks an important Eastern Conference uh, game there. The Pelicans facing off against Dallas. Uh, of course, big time implications there in the West. Uh, Golden State versus the Nuggets. Golden State gets to test themselves against the top team in the West. And then the nightcap for TNT the Clippers going to Milwaukee and a tough game there for both teams, actually. So, and that's your nightcap. Friday, only game of note Phoenix Suns facing uh, the Celtics. So, Phoenix still trying to tread water until Devin Booker gets back. So, uh, we'll see how it goes there. Uh, Saturday slate. You got the Clippers coming to the Garden, so um, definitely going to be a tough one for the Knicks facing that Clippers team. The Lakers going to New Orleans to face the Pelicans, so Anthony Davis going 
back where it all started over there to New Orleans. Miami faces off against Milwaukee. Uh, tough Eastern Conference challenge there. Uh, the marquee game for the night, Dallas facing off against Golden State. Now, that's a rivalry there. That should have been part of rivalry week, but what do I know? So, <laughs> so that's your game on ABC. And then a late game that should be interesting, Atlanta facing off against the Nuggets. And then Sunday, Philly faces New York. Last time Philly came was Christmas, and you know what they did to New York then. So, um, And then this game is without Mitchell Robinson, so I fear what <laughs> Joel B does inside. So, uh, The Clippers, the Clippers facing the Pelicans. That should be a good matchup there. And then Denver facing off against Minnesota. So, And then important dates. Um, February 1st, which is the Wednesday. That's when NBA free agency starts. So we get to find out where a lot of players are going. We already know there was the big trade that was made. John Quell Jones going to the Liberty. So uh, you get a fine former MVP player there. Uh, there's hopes that Stewie will join them. We'll get to see where um, Brianna Stewart decides to go. Uh, Courtney Vandersloot, uh, she's been leaning towards leaving Chicago. Uh, Allie Quigley, uh, that the sharpshooter for the uh, for Chicago, get to see where she goes. The uh, Wuma case, they're both free agents, so NECA and uh, her sister as well. So we see where they go. Brianna Jones for the Connecticut Sun. I know they want to keep her, so we'll keep an eye on that. Tina Charles, you know, she's going to go where she thinks she's got the best shot to get that chip. So we'll see where she ends up. And Marina Marbury. Uh, she's a restricted free agent for the Dallas Wings, so we'll, we'll see uh, what happens with her. So, And then uh, the following day, the Thursday, we get to find out who the All-Star Reserves are. You saw I made my predictions, so we'll see how many of those come, in, come to fruition. So, And then also you'll get to find out about the Rising Stars, who's who will be among the players for that. Hopefully we'll find out. Maybe the three-point contest, maybe. The dunk contest, who's in that. Maybe that happens this week. We'll see what happens. So, All right, guys. So it's a lot that's going on. Also, let me make note that February is Black History Month. So I will have four, four player spotlights lined up for you guys. Uh, the first week will be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Followed by, and that's on February 7th. Followed by Oscar Robinson on Valentine's Day, February 14th. John Thompson, a former NBA player, but prominently known as the Georgetown head coach. I will do him on uh, February 21st, do his spotlight then. And then the last person, someone who just retired, in fact. Maya Moore, I'll be doing a spotlight on her. She has a fascinating basketball resume. 
and uh, what she's done off the court is just off the charts. And I'll have hers for the 28th of February. So that's your lineup as far as the player spotlights. So the recaps, guys, will probably be a little abbreviated since I have the player spotlights to do. But, of course, I'll do the coverage of all the All-Star festivities. Of course, the game, of course. I'll break down the reserves once that comes out as well. So, a lot happening for the month of February. But, definitely want to do those player spotlights. So, might be a lot of episodes in the month, guys. So, we'll see. We'll just see how it goes down. So, in any event, again, if you're satisfied with what you're hearing... Write a review. Write a review on my website, allthingsbasketballwithgd.com, or on my YouTube page. Make your comments there. All right, guys? Or any of the platforms I'm on. So, all right. With that said, I am done. So, once again, I thank you for your listenership. I definitely appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps. If you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So, once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.